Now, welcome everybody to the Underground Sports Report. I am Oz, and I'm joined by Will via telephone. How you doing, Will? Doing good, man. It's been a uh, it's been a long time. Over, it's been over a year, yeah. Yes, I'm lying, yeah. <laughs> but we're back. They goddamn right we are. So we got a little. Uh, we're gonna have some uh, fantasy rankings for you. And uh, some sleepers, some free agents available due to injuries and what have you. But we'll start off with some news. And we're going to start with good old Andrew Luck. This is the most recent news. It happened yesterday. It actually happened about five minutes before one of my fantasy drafts. Andrew Luck retired. I think it was announced at the second, was it during the second quarter of the game? Oh, my God. So he retires, and he did a little press conference. Said it was because of the uh, injuries, and uh, well, the injuries and the recovery. There's a lot of things I think that probably played into it. But uh, what did you initially? What did you initially think when you heard that he retired? I was shocked, man, because I'm a fan. You know, like I had him in a couple of leagues last year, and. Um, the dude just throws up, you know, huge numbers when he's healthy, and it seemed like he was really progressing back to full strength last year. Like, even the year, his arm wasn't right. So, yeah, but, you know, by the end of the year, man, he was tearing it up, going to tons of yards, you know, dropping dimes and looking good. So I just figured it was going to continue this year. But I get it, you know. I mean, the dude, he's had a rough career, tons of injuries, and you know, it's like constant recovery and rehab and makes it hard to enjoy it. That's what you say, kind of off the road, you know? Yeah. Nah, and it's, uh, I guess you could probably blame that on, what's it, is it Ryan Grigson? Is that his name? Yeah. Their old GM, an old Pagano. Kind of neglected the offensive line for, yeah, most of the left career there. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really have an offensive line until uh, last year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Once they get a new coach. It really formed, yeah. It yeah. came together for him last year. That line was good. Yeah. Well, that was a, one of the best offensive lines in football, but. Yeah, no, it it does suck, though. Um, it's like you said, like, if I think if it wasn't for Mahomes and maybe Aaron Donald, maybe T- and Todd Gurley, like, luck would be your MVP. Yeah, it's I got comeback player of the year as well deserved, but I don't know, man. He's uh, it was tough to see because he's a tough dude because you kind of think about him like uh, he gets he gets a like if he gets like nailed by a linebacker or like a or gets sacked by a D end or a D tackle. Like he'll get up and like pat him on the butt, say good hit. So, I mean, he's a pretty big dude for he a quarterback. Is. He's a good size, and uh, I just think you know, I think a lot of it too is like his shoulder and all that. I think he he can still throw the ball, but the wear and tear, like you know, is probably damaged, and it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And he said he wants to have his after NFL years, you know, be able to walk and play you know, with his grandkids or kids or whatever. You know, he doesn't want to be again after he's done. So. Yeah, I kind of get that too, I guess. 
Well, then the Colts, you know, just said that he can keep all the money in his contract. So yeah, which is real nice. I, you know, <laughs> they couldn't do nothing. Yeah, exactly, man. Because you know that would really suck. Because what that's like twenty four million, was it that they could have took back? Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be terrible. <laughs> that'd be that'd be it's garbage. How much money those owners are making? If they can just brush that off, the owners are making really good money. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a that's a business to be in. But shout out to the Colts fans, though, man. Yeah, I feel for the fans. I can't imagine. You know, they're excited for this year. They're like building something really good there. He's, you know, been a league same amount of time as, as Russell Wilson, and me being a Seattle fan, if Russell Wilson just quit, I mean, all franchises would be done. I mean, they'd be back to ground zero rebuild. He's pretty much without him, we're nothing. What do you think about the yeah, fans? Kind of like, I mean, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think, you know, their system and everything, they're not quite as dependent on Luck. He's been out more, and they do have a pretty good backup with Jacoby Brissett, but it's still brutal, man. It just took them down a couple notches, and, you know, they're power ranking for sure. Well, and it's real interesting, too, for that team because now something that they probably weren't planning on doing, especially after last year, and he's not even 30 yet, was trying to find a quarterback. So as a GM, like, yeah. I think it's real easy when you don't have to find when you don't have to find the quarterback. So yeah. now you got to deal with that stress. Yeah. And, you know, you know, like what? Third or two thirds of the team in the league actually have a franchise type quarterback. So, I mean, not like a third probably. But well, yeah, realistically, well, no. yeah, probably. And a real guarantee, guys. Two thirds, if you count potentials and the guys that are looking, you know, like they could be, but it's, uh, there's a lot of teams that go years and years without finding that guy. Yeah, I know, but they've, I mean, for most of their, I mean, for the last, like, what, 20 years, I mean, they've had a quarterback. They had Peyton Manning. He got hurt. He had one year, one terrible year, and then, uh, you get luck. So, I don't know. They'll probably I don't think they'll be bad enough to end up getting unless they trade up to get one of the top quarterbacks coming up in this draft, but uh I don't know, we'll see. Maybe they make a trade. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, a lot of teams are interested in this set too, you know, like teams are looking for that guy. They think that he might be something, but we'll see what he does this year, you know, since he's Right, and that's gonna and that's gonna really help them decide. I mean, if he can keep them afloat and be like decent, yeah, you know. Well, that and if he can show that he's got potential and he's improving, you know, like he's got more growth potential, and they want to work with him, they might, you know, he might be a guy that they want. Right, one of their guy for at least as a stopgap for a couple of years until you know they can find the guy they really want or whatever. And, you know, I mean, I guess there are people that they could trade for. I was reading an article by Barnwell, and he was saying some potential moves that they might make. Uh, and that, well, Barnwell, man, he keeps trying to slip this stuff that Nick Mullins might be better than uh, Garoppolo. I don't like it. It's not. I've been hearing that a bit. That was kind of the word on Twitter for a little while, too. Well, they After tried. Garoppolo had that first preseason game. It was like a really fired up, you know, on that. And they say, well, they should be building around Mullins and save money. Nah, man. 
We don't have time for that shit. So right now, you guys, you guys got that deal going. You got to stick with it now. You're committed just a little bit. Yeah, we could actually let him go, and I don't think we. I don't think we lose that much money. Not too, <laughs> not too much on guaranteed. I don't. I don't think so. Not as much as like some of the other ones, like the yeah the dead cap space. Like it wouldn't be shit. But you know, we're not talking about that, man, because that's not gonna happen. Um, uh-huh. But I'm saying like Mullins was a person that they said they could trade for. Um, what's this? Um, Barnwell had hinted if Mullins is better than Garoppolo, then maybe they can might trade for Garoppolo. And they said Cousins might be a guy that they might go for if Cousins doesn't make the playoffs. And yeah. uh, uh, who else? There's a couple other guys, but nothing like nothing like as good as luck, though. It's that does really suck, man, because. Uh, I mean, he's easily one of the I don't know if you consider him top five, but he, I mean, he's up there. In yeah. the league right now, that just sucks. What do you think of the crowd booing him at the game? I think it was more, you know. I mean, I get it; it's not cool, not respectful, but they were all like in shock and you know, kind of disbelief and probably kind of upset, you know. Man, but like, the, he's, but, he's not even thirty years old. They're like, dude, come on, you know. The thing we've been rooting for and building on, kind of. Done. Yeah, but the boom. I understand. That. I see some of, the, some of the anger. Yeah, it, it, it's a little out of control. Back mentality. Once one guy goes in and told you to start doing it, and you're like, "Yeah, I can." Ah <laughs> oh, man. I mean, hey, maybe maybe they're you know kind of getting like what some of the other fan bases out there that are a little beetle like the <laughs> teams. Now there are some there are some wild fan bases. Some people just boo just the boo. So, I mean, Philly they're pretty pretty brutal. I mean, yeah, any sport in Philly can be gnarly. But it's like you pointed out though, for losing your quarterback, there are teams like if Seattle was to lose theirs, that would really be devastating. At least you kind of have somebody there. I think it's yeah nice to have like a decent you- backup. You've been going on and on, on and off without the guy for you know until three or so because of injuries. So you know it's going to be like a little bit, somewhat. Man, how do you how do you get a franchise quarterback and not start building an offensive line around him? You just give him a bunch of receivers <laughs> that that actually weren't even that good. No, the receivers are kind of lacking. I mean, it's pretty sad. I mean. I think they just took advantage of him being actually really athletic. You know, people don't realize how athletic Andrew Luck is. Right. No, and, no, uh, he, was, he, he really is. is too. I mean, he he could shake a lot of tackles, and you know, he's pretty quick on his feet. But you know, I mean, not ideal for a pocket passer to have to run that much. And he's really not a mobile quarterback. I mean, he can run with it, but he's not like Russell. He's actually probably more accurate when. He's on the run, you know, than he is in the pocket. Right. So, I don't know. I took advantage of that, thinking his athletic mix, kind of like the CL did with Russell there for a couple of years, too, in the offensive line. Take advantage of his elusiveness and athleticness, and uh, but it just injuries just got him. But maybe it probably makes yeah. a little, it might make a little bit more sense for Seattle to do that 
because Russell's a way better runner than Andrew like will ever be. So, oh yeah, at least elusively, you know, like he's way more sneaky and elusive about it. Right. I mean, Luck was faster forty time and all that by quite a bit, but he's not, you know, going to juke a lot of people. Nah, not really. He's big enough to kind of run through people, but that's sort of the issue a little bit too because he used to run and not slide. Yeah, take the hits. Yeah. So, but good luck to him or whatever he does, man. Hopefully. You know, I think I saw some people try to speculate that he might just take a year off and then come back. But yeah, he may, he might, he might get healthy and still be. He's young enough, man. He could take a year or two off and um, just you know start missing the game and want you know realize he does have that love for it again. If he can get back on top of his health, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, like I said, he's he's taken care of. He doesn't need to. He's grown up with that game for so long too. He must be done. And his dad was a quarterback. He was raised, you know, in the lifestyle. Right. And he came in, he came in himself. I mean, he might just be done for it all. But he did the other things. Well, he's got the, well, hopefully he has the money to do so, so he should be all right. Yeah, he's got to worry about money. But speaking of money, let's talk about those good old cowboys and uh, their situation. With all these players that they have to pay, so it's very well known that the uh, about Zeke holding out for a new contract, and he, I guess he's working out. Where is he working out? He's working out in Cabo. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's been going back for Dallas tonight. Terrible. And then, uh, but he wants money. He wants. I'm thinking Todd Gurley money, right? Oh yeah. So it was, wasn't there like the, wasn't the word that he, that he was offered the second highest contract behind Gurley and he turned it down? Did he turn it down? So I I didn't see that he turned it down. I know that he was offered that though. Yeah. Well, maybe the people were just speculating that he turned it down. Maybe he just left it open. Yeah. And you can't turn that down. Like that's a lot of what I understand. Like the his importance to the team. I mean, he might be one of the single most important running backs in the league to the team. But I don't know if anybody's going to get another Gurley contract after what happened with Gurley. Yeah, he so... He's a big deal, and now that he's got an arthritic knee, he's never going to do the same. I mean, he'll have a big game here and there, but he can't be a... what they're paying him to be, you know? Yeah, no, no. He's, uh... That's going to be tough. And I and I hope Gurley... I hope Gurley does well, but... Well, to an extent... But the uh, you know everybody knew from the massive college injury that that was a high likelihood that something like that could happen. Right. Risky on the Rams part to pay him like that, but they didn't want to lose him either. Yeah, and then and that's kind of what you got to deal with, I guess. You don't want a situation yeah. with kind of what the Steelers have with Le'Veon and what the Chargers have and potentially what Dallas has. Although I think, I do think Zeke will sign and I think he will sign this because well, I put him probably like 13.8 million. If you throw in some incentives or whatever like that, like I think you can get that deal done and he should be happy. It could right now. It might just be like an ego thing. Like he thinks he should be the best one and he could be the best back, but I don't know. The girly contract kind of fucked things up for some teams that have some really good running backs. (laughs) Yeah. You know, everybody always wants to be outpaid or wants to be paid more than the last person. So, 
Well, and that's it. And he's, that's the guideline now that they're going off of. It. It's really just a bad contract, really. Yeah, no, that's... that's I don't think there's any team's going to want to do that. So. Not at all. If it was Le'Veon's contract, because I mean, Le'Veon's not, contract is kind of wild, but yeah, it's manageable. Yeah, what, he, what he's gone through and everything, you know, I mean, he's probably got what he got. But. Exactly. But yeah, no. You see, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like Rich. I'm not like thinking quarterback running backs are just useless and interchangeable because some of them are. Yeah, you can find good guys that are coming out of college everywhere, come out of the book every year. Right. But the elite, the elite ones make a huge difference on their team. Absolutely. And like Zeke is and one of those if guys. You're blind to that. Yeah, Zeke is. I mean, it's hard to deny that. He has been reliable, one of the most reliable producers the last couple years. Uh, Rich, man, we should have him on the con podcast. Just have a whole discussion about running backs. Oh man, we got a whole show about it. <laughs> it's about three hours, that, four parts. And that, that would just piss him off, Rich. Just doing a show about it piss him off the first time. Uh, on a running back, not worth anything to him. Oh man, but uh, but yeah, Zeke. You know, I I think he'll get paid. So we'll move to. Before we get to the quarterback, we'll talk about Amari because Amari Cooper is another guy that needs to get paid. But I don't think he's tripping. I think he he's probably going to sign whatever contract he gets. But do you, I don't know what he's looking at as a number. Like, is he trying to be the top receiver yeah. paid? He shouldn't be. He really shouldn't. Yeah. There's no way they can be asking like that, but. He did have a nice little, you know, career revival going on there when he came to Dallas. That was huge for him. But yeah, he held on the. You know, like right now, we'll see what he does this year with his. Uh, they're, they're kind of mixed news on what's going on with his injury. Whether it's foot, ankle, if it's minor, or if it's plantar fasciitis, or the report that it was plantar fasciitis, which can take like a year to heal. Right. Completely. And. That shit hurts. I've had it, man. It's not fun. I mean, it hurts just to walk over and run and cut and plan on it. Well, so, this... I mean, if he has a an injury-filled poor year, I mean, that's going to hurt his stock a lot, and they're going to be kind of, you know, definitely looking at that injury before they give him any money, I think. Well, a, a down year because of an injury probably helps Dallas out a lot, salary cap-wise. It would, yeah. So then, uh, also, I guess, which is even funnier before we get to Dak, uh, was it Jalen Smith that they just paid? Oh, yeah. That's how they really made Dak and Zeke happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They paid him pretty good, too. It was a good contract. It was a good contract for, for both parties. It's a nice contract for Smith because he came in, you know, with the injuries and shit like that. Yeah. And it was still a little bit team friendly because I mean he's one of the top inside linebackers right now. Yeah. As long as he's healthy. But uh now we'll talk about Dak. So apparently Prescott he was offered a thirty million dollar a year contract and he turned that down. And then there was reports that he oh wants $40 million a year. 
I can't believe that. Yeah. That has to be speculation or bullshit. That can't be real. I would hope so, because I was going to have my question to you was, who does Dak think he is? I mean, is he even top 10? Uh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Nah, I, I, listen, I told you, I think I, probably, I guess it was probably two years ago. I said, if you put Kaepernick on that team with that O-line and with Zeke, is it any different? It's, I don't think it's worse. I, don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of like Dak in college and stuff, so I was surprised when, you know, like it wasn't much hype on him coming out for and all that. And then, you know, he kind of had a nice rookie year. Well, but, in college, he was more of a runner, though. I, Mississippi State? He's, yeah, he is, but he still threw for quite a bit. That's why that was the system, you know? Right. But, um, he's streaky, is the thing. Like, he can be one of the worst quarterbacks in the league at times with his accuracy and his decision making and just shit like that. Or when he's hot, dude, that guy can get hot. He can be really good. But it's not like there all the time. So would, I mean, it's when he's hot. Yeah, he, he looks like a thirty million dollar quarterback. But I mean, I don't even think he's worth thirty. <laughs> well, see, and here's and that's that. I don't think he is either. But unfortunately, you know, the the price for quarterbacks just keeps getting higher and higher. But yeah, it, it makes sense if you're yeah. one of the one of the elite ones. And yeah. I don't. I I will say he's well, good. I'm top top five or top, you know, at least top ten. I mean, if not top. Five, three, eight, except the you know, right. Set the standard for the next biggest contract. Usually, not some guy who's top fifteen in the league. Right. I mean, if he's important to your team, you know, maybe pay him a little bit more to to keep him around. But don't, yeah, don't go nuts because he's he a, does have a he has a little bit of that Russell Wilson value because he's been there and you know, he's done well for them and you know without right. him it pretty much sucks, but. So that helps him a little bit on his, you know, leverage. But I just don't know what he's thinking. Well, like here's here's my thing: if you're a team without a quarterback, and say he hits free agency, do you think he's getting thirty million dollars a year? Probably not. I mean, I, I think if I he does, it's probably really not going to be for a winning team. No, and what team is drilling over him? You know, I mean, I don't know. Exactly. That, that's my thing too. So if he got offered thirty million, he should have signed that as fast as he could. I don't know who the hell is hyping him oh, up yeah. to say that don't sign that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying his agent might be might be thinking something. Yeah, cash cow here and doesn't realize he's got. Well, I, I think you know the hype of being in Dallas might have played into that a little bit too because. Yeah. But I don't. Well, they got a playoff win last the first playoff win last year in years. And, yeah. I think they're they're on the up and up, so I'd like to bring in a little bit more demand, I guess. I suppose. But you know, maybe him wanting to be a team guy, he'd take a little less to help rest with all the capital. Right, and that's kind of interesting yeah. too, because you got to realize, like, your offensive line is a huge reason why there's any kind of success. So then next, next would be Zeke, and you know their defense is actually pretty solid now. And uh, yeah. they they have a good team as long as Zeke comes back. He, that's key. If he doesn't come back, then yeah. like that kind of kills a lot of things. But uh, yeah, without Zeke, 
There's no chance for him. But they also need receivers too, and that's why I think Cooper, like when when they before they had Cooper, it was a little rough for him. But we'll see. We'll see if they figure they figure something out. They might. I think for sure Zeke signs. I mean, Dak's not holding out, but if he's like rejecting thirty million dollars a year, he better have a crazy year. Yeah, but really. they better go really far in the playoffs if he thinks he's going to get what he I mean, needs to get. That was a big gamble to put on this year to think you're going to get more than thirty by. You know, yeah, because if you're not going to have a great season, yeah, if you're terrible, man, you're you're not going to get offered thirty. They probably no, you like lucky you get about twenty. Yeah, <laughs> at least ten million. So we'll see if they figure that out. Next, uh, we'll keep it in Texas. Lamar Miller, running back for Houston Texans, uh, tore his ACL yesterday. And that's a that's a pretty tough blow. So mm-hmm. what do you do you think the Texans are gonna make a move for a running back at all? I think they almost have to. I mean they're probably gonna good chance they might wait until, you know, the first round of cats to see what, you know, goes floating around out there. There's a lot of talk of like Kenneth Dixon, Baltimore getting cut. Some other big name running backs maybe getting cut. They might have something they can get on the cheap, you know, not trade to get up any draft stock. Yes, I I saw that you had mentioned that a, a possible move might be for Gordon. I wish. I mean, him with Watson and Hopkins, that's just like, makes it exciting, you know, young, talented offense. Right. I think uh, hey, I'm a I'm a Gordon fan and have him in the keeper league, so of course I'm on the Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're invested. I get it. Yes, he's my number one keeper. Was <laughs> the um, you know, the Forty Nine ers got about twenty eight running backs. You could probably take one of ours, man. There's no way that we're gonna yeah, keep that. Some of them. Although, yeah. if, I, if I was thinking they're gonna cut someone, I think it might be McKinnon. I mean, you're paying him a lot of money and got dude can't get on the field, so and you guys got other capable guys, so on the cheap. Yeah, but if we get rid of McKinnon, yeah, it makes sense. We lose no money. Oh, really? Yep. That's a that's, a, that's something I look because it sucks because they really they really seek them out like they saw it after him and then they never you know the really put him into the game plan you know. Yeah, I saw I saw what they saw, and I like with our offense, it makes sense. But I don't know. Now, now we got Tevin Coleman. You know they don't really need him. Right? Yeah, Coleman, who catches out of the backfield and is a way better runner than McKinnon. Um, yeah. Breda apparently catches really well out of the backfield. He had a nice little touchdown, twenty yard touchdown catch, a uh, diving catch in the end zone yesterday, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously he runs hard. Although man, he that just he runs too fucking hard. That's why it, like he, every time he like cuts, it looks like his knees about to fucking hyperextend. I love the yeah. effort, but but there's other guys that Mo, Mostert, old Tickle Me Momo, and uh, and Jeff Wilson Jr. So oh, yeah. 
There's, like we have running backs for days. That's why I think McKinnon's probably gonna be gone. But that might be someone that they like. Yeah, yeah. Well, Little Creedence. We got running backs. We got uh, Alex Collins. I think he's. I don't know if he's. Um, is he suspended or something? Maybe though. Or I don't know. I think he might have to face a couple games if he comes back. But I know he's a free agent. Jay Ajayi, you know, he's a big name sitting out there still. Right. And Capri Bibbs, you know, he, he's been productive in Denver and a younger guy that could, you know, eventually sign somewhere. Chris Ivory. Oh. The old Bobby Cougar. Man, I just. Yeah, I mean, there's options. Ivory, I think, would be actually a pretty good back for him. Um, yeah, he might be pretty good. They should have they got on, uh, even though he was suspended for the first eight games, they should have got on Kareem Hunt. You're going to talk about something that puts him over the top. Oh, yeah. That'd be huge. That would have been huge. On the download, too, they got him on the cheap because of you know situation. And, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe you know, maybe not get him much this year, but you know, next year he'd be settled he'd be back. Right, and if you if you stay afloat, and then you wait for him to come back week uh, was a like after week eight, yeah, that'd be that'd be really big for them. Well, they went to the Browns. Oh well, but they'll figure something they out. They really seem to need him. <laughs> nah, well, yeah. When they find him, they already had uh, the Duke and Foreman, or not Foreman, um, Hilliard, something like that. Oh yeah, um, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that was a that was an interesting yeah. signing. I just I wonder what that does that does for Chubb, but we'll see. Maybe he could be yeah. a trade asset. Could be. I mean, I think you know Chubb with his injury history too, his liability of having a strong back is not a bad idea. He might be ready for some relief. You know, come week ten. Right. But hopefully they figure something out, man. I, I'm I'm a pretty big Houston fan. I like Bill O'Brien. I like Deshaun Watson. That's my MVP pick. That's going to be until he wins an MVP. And uh, I like that offense, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks for Lamar Miller. Especially because... Uh, like I'm pretty sure you're not. You weren't ever the biggest Lamar Miller fan. I wasn't a huge fan, but I never liked him at all. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was decent, decent enough. I mean, he's decent, but you know, I was kind of always waiting for him to be more. You know, when he came out as a rookie, there's a little bit hype around him. So, so. he's always been serviceable and decent for him. Right. And we're gonna talk about uh, Josh Gordon. Being reinstated and actually he's uh, finally officially cleared uh, or off the uh, the uh, injury list, so he can finally play and practice with pads now. What do you think this means for New England? Uh, it's pretty big. I mean, a lot of people thought, "Oh, he's done. He's getting old." He got such an athlete, yeah. He can't stop. He's going to get to a lot of stuff. 
you know, when he came back last year, you know, it, it was evident right away. He wasn't even, you know, fully aware of the whole offense yet, and he was already making a huge impact. You know, I got to do tell him to get open deep, and you know, I'm sure Brady can get to him. But you know, he, like I, I was thinking about this the other day, just a couple months ago, their receiving core was probably one of the weakest in the league. I mean, thought about it. really after Edelman, they didn't have much. Right. And then you know, the draft they picked up Bill Harry in the draft. That's really that's gonna be. Possibly a nice fit. And they signed Demarius Thomas, which is, you know, he's pretty much over the hill, but that's a good leadership and a reliable set of hands, you know. Right. Um, can't go wrong with that. He didn't pay a lot for him. And then, boom, you know, now Josh Gordon's back, and it's like they got they got a little bit of everything now. They got the slot, they got the outside, the, you know. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty impressive receiving core. It is. And besides tight end, like the whole offense is really solid. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of backs now too. I mean, one of my guys, Damian Harris, he, he's been tearing it up in preseason, and people are saying he looks, you know, way more explosive and quicker than even Sonny Michelle. So we'll see. I bet he's going to be in the fold in the mix, right? I mean, he looked like an NFL back to me in college, so. No surprise there. I've been watching him a lot. He's my sleeper list. And uh, so it'll be interesting. I hope I hope Gordon plays a whole year. And another thing too, they say he's getting old, but if you kind of think of like in terms of NFL games, <laughs> he hasn't played that much. Yeah. So not really. I mean, if you look at just. I mean, I know Troy Owens was impressive physically, you know, like, just a specimen. Right. And he, he was obviously, like, by the time he got to Seattle, he was slowing down, losing a set, dropping catches. Wasn't the same guy, but Gordon still looks the part on the field and off the field. So until I see him start to slip on the field, I'm a believer. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he keeps it together, man. One I thing I thought was kind of funny, too, you know, like, they seem like when he first was getting suspended for his secret shit, lead mostly and all that, it was like they were busting his balls and, you know, being pretty freaking hard on him for what he was doing. And I think it was because, you know, the repeat offenses was really killing him. But, right. But they're kind of, like, they were easy this time, and, like, he got back really quick, and boom, boom, he's going to be right back. I didn't even miss him that much. Yeah, he didn't Maybe miss that many games it was, it was voluntary, you know, he kind of, like, admitted to it, and then the team, you know, Maybe it was that, you know, he came out about it. And right. And he's, he's talking. Uh, he's cooperative talk- or whatever. I don't know. But it's kind of weird because I think like the NFL is realizing that most of the fans like the guy for some reason. And a lot of people are, like, rooting for him. And the NFL is kind of getting behind that now, too. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is a good story. He's back. You know, and, I don't know. And a lot of it, too, like, uh, when he's he's – been kind of open about the reasons why he's used and some of it's like anxiety based and stuff like that and yeah so it's kind of it's a I don't know man I think if you well the NFL they're they're starting to talk more and more about um you know taking off the band clips and clips you know marijuana just because it's legal in some states and to find out it's it's not really a performance enhancement it's more of a recovery tool and it's a better recovery tool than even ibuprofen on your body. You know, the ibuprofen will find out it's terrible for your body. Right. 
And so, I mean, and making these guys use other drugs that are tearing up their bodies in the long term because they have to use so much of them. Right. And these marijuana should be okay because some of them use it anyway. And some of these crazy pain uh, pain pills are super like oh, addictive. Yeah. And the pain pills and the alcohol that seems to bring way more problems with the you know women the violence so the other things will either happen. The pot is just like either because somebody pisses hot, you know, it not because they're out at a bar, starting fights and all that crap. You know, I mean, they're beating their wife or whatever. Right, but. It's, it's got to be looked at like alcohol, I think, eventually. And I think they're starting to talk about it more. And the NFLPA is pushing forward, I think. Yeah. And then, and then also, too, think, like, if you think of, like, the NBA, uh, who was it that this recently said? Uh, I think it was Stephen Jackson. <laughs> he said that he was high pretty much his whole entire career in the, uh, in the NBA, like, at games and, like, everything. Yeah. And uh, they test, and I'm putting up quotation marks, I guess, but... I think I'd probably make a guess and say about 80% of the league probably smokes in the NBA. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I remember, I don't think they care. Somewhere like, it was like in the early 2000s, I think, for social rights, when I said it was like almost 80, like 70 some percent or something like that on the poll that they had taken, had admitted to marijuana, regular marijuana use, NBA players. Well, it's probably it, even gotten more because it's so much more opened up with it, I think. Become more popular culture in general, let alone the legal states, you know. Right. And when's the last time, like, honestly, have you heard of an NBA player getting popped for marijuana? <laughs> Not in a long time. Yeah. So it's, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they care. And they're also, yeah. they also have a commissioner and owners for the most part that are a little bit more uh, open to th- like newer things, newer ideas. And like, so it's like uses and shit like that. And like Steve Kerr, I think is, I don't know if he's admitted that he smoked, but I think Swaggy P Nick Young said that Steve Kerr rolls the best blunts in the NBA. (laughs) It's kind of a weird thing to say, but whether it's true or not, probably shouldn't have said it, but regardless. Yeah. Well, California too, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so weird because my sister lives in Idaho, so I go there once while they visit and they're like the opposite, you know? Washington's a green, friendly state where it's all, you know, it's everywhere. Right. People, you know, the little shops are all over and pretty, people are pretty open-minded about it. Just in the last few years, we're really opened up about it. And all these older people are trying it for different things and CBD and all that hot thing. And you yeah. go to Idaho, man, they want to figure out some prison so It's like <laughs> different world, different, you just like rolling in a different country. You're like, hey, crap. Don't watch what I'm doing over here. <laughs> The liquor's cheap. There you go, man. Yeah, makes it makes up for everything. <laughs> uh, let's see. What we got next? Uh, oh, yeah. And your boy, Antonio Brown, man. I mean, you can almost do a whole podcast. Antonio pod- Brown? Yeah. <laughs> you can almost do a whole podcast just on him. But uh, I guess his latest news is that his... Um, latest appeal, his second appeal to have his helmet okay was uh, declined, but then I guess he now he has a deal to have a special helmet. Yeah, people were saying that after this all started. Like, why didn't he just go straight to the manufacturer? 
and tell them to design it this way. We'll put my name down. Let's make it a marketing gimmick. And, I mean, I don't know. It seems weird that they just nod after that. Yeah, no, that doesn't. Business wise, that doesn't seem smart. The fact that you were giving, like, you were giving that company so much exposure, saying that you use this. Like, you think about this. You're Antonio Brown, one of the yeah. one of the biggest receivers in football. Arguably, to some, you could be the considered the best receiver in football. If you are going out and you are specifically saying this particular helmet is what I've been using, and you are making it seem like it is a key to your success. Because these newer helmets you can't see or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that that marketing deal should have been done. And you should have been working specifically with that company to make yeah. that specific helmet. And you should be out on for like almost as an advertising tool. Going to every single high school and peewee thing. And, you know, anyone oh, yeah. that wears a fucking football helmet. You'd be the face of that. that, but you'd be the you'd be the you'd be the manufacturer that made the one with the best view and your best sight because that's what he's complaining about is the limited you know sight in the helmet. Exactly, the new helmets you can't see as well. So if they, you know, engineer it to be just as safe as the, all the other new ones, but yet give you the, the advantage and the vision of the old you know helmet, then that'd be a huge marketing tool. Right, everybody wants that one. But and then plus, you know, it'd be the Antonio Brown model and make it hella cool. <laughs> exactly. Man, it it would have been huge. You know, you appeal it the first time, that's fine. To do it again was kind of stupid. And then yeah. the, what you were appealing was something that the NFL and the NFL PA both came up with as a rule for safety. So there's no way you're gonna yeah. win that. That's a that's just wild. I you know, I, I have a theory though that I don't think I, I do think that maybe he had been trying to work on this helmet deal for a while, but I think he's been trying to avoid the preseason. Yeah, I think it's part of it. I think that's pretty much what they said he was pulling Pittsburgh, you know, any kind of gimmick or excuse to not go to preseason and practice. So it's kinda it's kinda bad though because you know, you you think you'd want to get that the uh, you know, the reps in with your quarterback. Well, I mean, it's not going to be just like him and Big Ben because him and Big Ben were like years and years of it, you know. And now he's going to go to a new quarterback and barely even catching the ball from him. It's going to be interesting. Well, yeah, hasn't hasn't caught a meaningful ball from him yet. No. But I don't know if he's even caught a ball with a helmet on yet. <laughs> so there, <laughs> there you go, man. You might not have. He was out practicing, but he might not have caught the ball. I don't know. He's in three, though. But that being said, I did tell Arlie to draft him in, in her lead in like the third round. It's like, oh, he's available shit. You need a you need a receiver, get him. He'll get the he'll get the targets he's as great, long as he's playing. He's a great player and yeah, he better get the targets, otherwise it's gonna be <laughs> some shit to pay. Oh man. That's be, what I'd be worried about the most right now. I was like, look at this guy every other day, it's something new and it's like What's going to happen when they have a bad game or, you know, he's having a bad day, he's not getting much passes and running hard, but not getting much pass enough. And they're getting, you know, lose two, three games in a row or something. Oh, man, it could get really ugly. I'd be really worried about that. I know. I wish they could extend hard knocks all season long. That'd be dope. Yeah. Because that shit would be Maybe. out of control. 
Well, I've seen enough Gruden, though. Gruden's a weird fucking guy. Oh, God. He's like, he built this character, and he's like, now that's all he's trying to do. He just, this is created a wacko. <laughs> he pretty much is, man. He had this part where this guy was walking around with his shirt off. He's like, man, if I had a body like that, I'd be on Venice Beach or something. And the guy was talking, and then Gruden is looking out into the distance. And then I, I think he's like, but uh, that's not a part of my life anymore, or something like that. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? And this hard knocks, by the yeah. way, this bothers me when they have their interactions with each other. They did, everyone's talking, and I don't think they're listening to each other. It's just people just saying shit. They yeah. say shit. You got the that safety that's holding hands with the with the rookie linebacker or with the rookie DN on the yeah. horseback. He every time he talks to someone, someone like Charles Woodson was saying something to him. Like, you know, trying to kind of hype him up and say, you know, keep doing this and shit like that. And that Abrams guy is just talking about God knows what. It's, yeah, it's, that re- dude. it's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. They got a lot of personalities on the team. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, I mean, the coach being one of the biggest ones, it makes it even weirder. And then. Car and Gruden building houses next door to each other. That's interesting development. <laughs> yeah, right. I just want to. I want to hear Car slip and just say "fuck" one time. That make that make my day. <laughs> but uh, I noticed though on Hard Knocks though, man, he's eased up on the eyeliner, which is nice. Not feeling so emo anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to impress Brown, I guess. I don't know. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to get into before we hit these uh, fantasy fantasy rankings? Well, that's pretty much all the big topics for news, I think. All right, perfect. So we'll get into uh, we get into these fantasy rankings. So. What I have, I have a top five. Uh, I have a sleeper and a person that you should stay away from. You said you have a top ten, right? Yeah, I mean we can do top five. If you want to ask where I have other people over there, some money. Okay. Not like, the, not like all the standard ones. <laughs> right, right. So we're just gonna do tight end, receiver, running back, and quarterback. We'll start with tight end. And I'll start with five. I'll just work our way up. So I, my number five, I have uh, Ingram from the Giants. You know, I have, I have Cook from New Orleans. Oh, you know, man, I thought about that, and uh, I don't know, man. There's, there's something about Cook I don't, I don't like, and I, you know, maybe it's because he was a Raider, but I just feel like he's always underachieved everywhere that he's gone. Well, he's always flashed and then kind of, you know, never really, you know. Doing it, you know, it's a lot of big game here and there, and he's always had potential. But I think you know, New Orleans, he's going to be the best tight end they've had since you know, what do you say, uh, even Grandpa? Yeah, the same type of guy, and they they love to target that tight end, and he's you know, one of the best receiving tight ends in this target. So I think, uh, it's kind of a strange field this year for tight ends with a lot of younger guys coming up and a lot of older guys going down. So, right, I I like Cook in New Orleans at five. So I got uh, my number four. I have O.J. Howard. 
Evan Ingram at four. Okay. Pretty close to there, you know? Yeah, I think – actually, I think this is going to be a really big year for uh, Howard. And because uh, I think we probably have the same top three for tight ends. and uh, But I think he's going to propel himself into into that. And especially with Jameis playing the whole entire season, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had Howard, I think, at number seven. Okay. I, can, I had him kind of like with Hunter Henry, kind of those two. I think they're both going to have a pretty good year if they stay healthy, you know? Right. So, my number three, I actually have George Kittle. Yeah, same here. I thought you were going to have him up there. Uh, look, look at you, man. You think, you, think, cause you think I'm just a homer? No, 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 man. <laughs> Keeping it real. Listen, now Kittle's Kittle's great. I don't know. He'll probably still be our top receiver um, for the 49ers. And, uh, I mean, he had a huge season uh, last year, obviously. Uh, just eking out good old Kelsey for the tight end record for receiving yards, right? Yep. But. It's kind of funny because when I started doing my broadcast, uh, Kittle used to have a lot of drops. And um, obviously he's kind of he's kind of fixed that problem. So interesting dude, too. Yeah. Kind of weird looking. And shout out to these tight ends from uh, from Iowa. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the fucking. Yeah, like the wrestlers that even they're playing football. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like two of them yeah. got drafted. Right, like Hawkerson and uh, who was the other one? They're both pretty high too. Yeah, yeah exactly. So they're doing something right now with these tight ends. Yeah. So number- I think you know Kittle. Okay. Uh, say Kittle, I think he uh, he might get you know he's not San Francisco might not lean on him as much as they did they had last year because they got you know obviously a few more weapons this year so. That's why I put him down at three instead of two. Because I just figured he'll still have a great season, but he might not, you know, get as many yards as he did last year. Right, and targets might be down a little bit too because. What's that? I'll take for the sake of that team anyway. You know, hopefully they can get the ball to other people too and kind of split those targets up a little more. Right, like with Debo Samuel coming, I think he's going to get some. Pettis is probably going to get some more. Jalen Hurts, we're going to get some interesting. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting, especially in like red zone situations. But also with Coleman and Breda both being able to catch out of the backfield. Yeah, running backs. Right. So, but Kittle will get his though. Uh, number two, I yeah, got. I think it was a big. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Big drop from big drop from number three to number four. You know, he's top three of the, the elite. You know, and then after that, it's kind of a, a gamble. Right. You're, I don't quite think there's other guys that are anywhere near the league yet. You're absolutely right. I agree. Uh, my number two, I got Zach Ertz. The same here, yeah. Which means that our ones are probably both Travis Kelsey. So, yeah. I wanted to, I really wanted to put Kittle ahead of Ertz, but for that, for that offense too in Philly, I think you, there's an argument to be made that Earth is probably their best receiver. Yeah. And uh, 
he might have slight. I think he's a probably a better route runner, a better hands. I don't know if he blocks as good. Kittle's actually a low key underrated blocker, but that won't mean shit for fantasy. So I think Ertz is going to get targeted think, a lot more. Yeah, I think Wentz leans on him a lot. So that's huge. If Wentz is, you know, healthy, then Ertz is going to have a big year. Right. And then, of course, Kelsey. I mean, that guy, he pretty much does everything for. Uh, for Kansas City, but look out though, because like Sammy Watkins looked really good in preseason, like really yeah. good, and that might take some targets away from Kelsey a little bit because Tyreek Hill is going to do what he does and go deep and outrun everybody. But usually Kelsey kind of handles everything else. But if Sammy Watkins, if he produces like he should have produced a long time ago when he came out of college. How he should be producing. Yeah. That could hurt that could hurt Kelsey a little bit. But e- either way though, Kelsey is still well, gonna get his. They also drafted a receiver pretty early. What's his name? Nicole Hardman, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they thought at the time Hill might be out for a while, so he's a little speedster. Well, not that little bit smaller. Really quick wide receiver. He might actually get some action too and take some targets. But yeah, that Kansas City offense is still going to be pretty scary. Uh, let's see. For a sleeper, I have uh, Delaney Walker. Yeah. I have for for some for some some of the uh, fantasy drafts that I've done. You can get Walker, who at one point a couple years ago was considered among the top tight ends. Yeah. Like you can get him really late. As opposed yeah, to, he's a, he's a great value for him. He's where he's going. Right. I have him in my top ten at number eight because I, I mean I like the guy. He always produces when he's healthy. And uh, I don't know, but I think a deep sleeper for tight end would be um, Hawkinson in Detroit. Maybe oh yeah, it's a really good fit there. They, you know, they're gonna need a. A red gun target like that, I think it's going to be good. So right, but he might take some time being a rookie to flash or doing anything. Hell, is a man who's from Iowa, man. He might he might have it down. Yeah, well, true. That's, that's what they do that better than everybody else. But my uh, my stay away guy is uh, Njoku from the from the Browns. I like him a little bit, but he's getting a lot of hype. So, yeah, I can understand staying away, too. Where's going? Well, my thing is, like, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of the targets. And he has some really boneheaded drops sometimes. But every once in a while, he'll make a big play. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I was like, where does he fit in the offense? Like, uh, you know, you have Chubb. That's your primary back for now. Until, and then, you know, they'll be splitting time with Kareem Hunt. You you got receivers for days. Obviously, you got Odell. You have Landry and uh, Callaway. Whenever the fuck he comes back, you have uh, Higgins. There's a lot of people there. So I kind of think I think Njoku. I think he'll get 
targets here and there, but I don't think I don't think they'll be fantasy wise. I don't think they'll be very meaningful. Yeah, not very consistent at least. Right. But I've been seeing him go early. I've seen him go before Walker. And okay. and you can yeah, think- actually a lot of people, are, you know, been taking him pretty early because of youth and the excitement for that offense, and you know, him being a pretty high draft pick. A lot of people are still thinking he's got something special. Right. I haven't I haven't seen enough like you're saying, you know, to take him too high. Especially like you said with all those other options, the target share can't be too big. Exactly. And Walker too, like at one point was the best receiver for for the Titans. And I think, you know, I know he got injured, but it's just it's really interesting like what a year what a year off can do in terms of like these fantasy rankings and where people are drafting. It was like, you know, people forget. But is there anyone that you would stay he away actually, from? He, oh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, Jason Witten, I would not be anywhere near. People are, like, still drafting him for some reason. Not yep. very many, but I've seen him go on a couple drafts. And Yeesh. they're obviously the Dallas fans. Are, they're hard to, hard to um, persuade. Right. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Um, but, yeah, I just don't see him doing shit. He's, he's too old, too slow. I mean, he'll get a couple catches here and there, but I don't see him being an impact player at all. Right. That's funny you said that. I but I, I like your, your, your go-to, like, to be solid because they just said all the So let's go, go with the receiver. I'll start with my number five. Um, my number five and uh, – Someone who Rich thought wasn't going to be in the league at this point of his career. Uh, I have Devontae Adams. Whew. You're down on him, huh? I am. You know what? I guess Compared I am. Compared to everyone else, I'm just saying, you know, because like a, a lot of things have him at one or two right now. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen him. Uh, if you go PPR, he's number one in uh, yeah. in, in rankings. Um. Not necessarily to me, but I think uh, I don't know. It's, I have him at five. I'm not shitting on him because there's a lot. I think there's a lot of really good receivers in the league, and it yeah. might it might seem like I am, but it's definitely it's no disrespect to him. Yeah, he should have done a top ten for receivers just because it's it's really interesting this year to see how they're falling down. Right, because top five is good too, though. Yeah, the top five are. Always uh, pretty predictable, a little bit. Could be. We'll see. Yeah. Who do you who do you have at five? I have Julio Jones. Julio, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He he finally got some touchdowns last year. Um, I'm just not sold if he's going to keep getting touchdowns. And he's a great receiver and all, but sometimes Atlanta doesn't quite, you know. Use him enough, or he doesn't use him in the right situations. I thought, yeah. yeah, well, that especially well, last year a little more, but like you said, not traditionally they haven't used him in the right situations really at all. But. What was it last year, man? It seemed like it took him a long time to score a touchdown. Oh, it did. I mean, it was like a couple of years, he barely had any, and 
he finally got one, then he got a couple, like, boom, 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 and I could get in there, but... Yeah, but he would get... Pretty much what holds him back in fantasy points every year is a lack of touchdowns, you know, yards and catches are always up there, but... Yeah, well, I've had him... I had him in a PPR team. league last year, and he got me about, like, 19 points off, like, you know, just a stupid amount of receptions and a dumb amount yeah. of yards, but just no touchdowns, and... So, yeah, I never understood that. And, I mean, that's – you can easily target him. He's bigger than a lot of fucking corners, all corners pretty yeah. much. Like, he's a specimen. So, just throw that shit up. But that also leads them kind of getting injured, I think, a lot is over-targeting him. And they got Ridley, and who I'm not a fan of really, but I don't know. Uh, my number four, I have uh, Juju, Juju Smith Schuster. Nice. Actually, I think he, I think he's gonna have a huge year, and I think it's all. He did last year already. I mean, I'm I, I'm thinking gonna, bigger than no, that though. Well, yeah, with no Antonio Brown. I mean, it's looking like he could definitely have a bigger year. Yeah, I think I I kind of think the Steelers are gonna force that too, just in spite of Antonio Brown. Yeah. Well, they. They've shown that they, they like to do that type of shit, I think, with, you know, Connor. It's like they made a special effort to get him in the end zone every time they could. Yeah, they make Connor. The devil, but a lot of people, man, I've seen a lot of people picking Connor before uh, Le'Veon's. That's, I think that's funny to me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'd proceed with caution with Connor this year. Yeah, I don't think, I don't see, yeah. They got some pretty damn good backups behind them too. So that's they, another thing. Oh, they do. I I picked up one of them. Uh, nah, that was a mock draft. Shit. I should have picked up and picked uh, picked up one of them in the, one of my drafts. Benny, who do you got it for? Four, I have Michael Thompson, rich man. Ah, very good. Yeah, I can't go wrong with that. That's Mister Dependable. I mean, I'm a little low on him. Most people have him higher up, but I just think he might, you know, take a little bit from last year. Being, you know, last year he was huge for New Orleans. Maybe this year teams will focus on him a little more, and you know, he might just have a little bit. He's still going to be, you know, top five guy. But. Yeah, I have him. Uh, I have him at number three. So nice. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Now I think he's really. Now, he's really talented, and the funny thing is about him, besides his payday, I th- I actually think he's going to have a probably about the same exact year as he always has, because no one talks about him. But no one talks about yeah. him because he's not out really talking about himself. So he puts himself in a good position. Plus, it helps when you got Drew Brees as a quarterback. Definitely. Who. And this is a message to whoever is in Arlie's league or her brother's league. Whoever drafted Drew Brees in the first round, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty crazy and bold. I know, man. You must really like Drew Brees. That's amazing. I mean, two years ago, I guess two years ago, maybe even. But I don't know, man. Like the last couple of years, he's been dropping down a bit in his, you know, his ADP. Yeah, that's people do weird things sometimes. Who do you got at number three? 
Number three, I have the infamous Tyreek on Box Your Kids Hill. I'll box your kids. You know what, man? So I don't have him listed. And he's not he's not in my top five. I'm not mad that he's in your top five. I just uh I don't know. I think Sammy Watkins is gonna take some of that away from him. But I don't know. I, I never really liked the guy much until I had him last year in a couple of leagues because he was kind of a value pick. He slipped a little bit in drafts, so I picked him up. And man, that guy carried my team for a lot of the year last year. He was, he was fire. And then Mahomes. I think I had him in a league too. You know what? Maybe I should have put him in my top five. You never know, though. He might get in trouble again. He's on a short leash right now. He doesn't make seem to make the best decisions. It's a little a, bit of an anger issue. And you never know. As Next time he could get in trouble, what's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Teach him how to box some more. And <laughs> MMA, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it worked for uh, Greg Hardy, man. It could work for... I guess it worked with Tyreek. Yeah. Um, my number two, I have DeAndre Hopkins. Tough to swallow right there. Really? I um, I am. I got Hopkins at one. Okay. I for like two years now. Listen, I, I, I love. Can't believe I thought you were a big. I thought you were a big Hopkins. Fan. I have a big Hopkins. I have a big Hopkins fan, man. I love Hopkins. Like I said, this isn't a, this isn't a diss. <laughs> Hopkins is great. I'm kind of ashamed of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know. <laughs> guy had how many drops last year? Did he have a drop? No. Zero drop. Also made probably the best catch. One of the best catches yep. I've ever seen. And it didn't count. Oh, uh, yeah. That was terrible. But, uh. Nah, man. Listen, great hands, great route runner. Can go up and get it. Get up. Can go up and get anything. Not the fastest, but obviously among the most dependable. I'm with it. You have my one. I'm not mad yeah. at you. Have, have, uh, not mad at you having number one. This is not my number yeah, one. Yeah. Well, my number two is Devontae Adams. So okay, just because of the, you know, see the hell else is. Yeah, this is a fact. That's a, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a really good point. Although, actually, you know, they had those two rookies last year. I can't think of their yeah. names. I think they're going to kind of, I think they're going to take a nice step up because they were counted on a lot last year and another year under the, with the system. And, uh, yeah, the guy with like two they names. They both flash the time. Marquez, Valdez, Stanley, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And the, uh, Yes, and what was that dude? He got hurt. He was pretty good though for a while. Yeah, so I I think, but I think it'll be okay. But I'm I get what you're saying though. Yeah, I mean they're both definitely downgrade from Devontae Adams. He's going to be the lead target here and leader on that uh, passing game. So we'll see. It's always great to say. Yeah, should be in the league. So. Oh man, I I want to find that tweet so bad. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> uh, so we that's... argued about that for a while too. And I was just like, man, I didn't even really like Devontae Adams. I'm like, I kind of argue it. It was like, yeah, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, no, he was man. I don't understand where that even came from. 
I think he was. I think you know he really. I don't know if you overvalue Rogers, but I think he's just saying he was a product of that. Yeah, but I guess he never. Well, clearly he never projected him becoming not only the best receiver for that team, but one of the best in the uh, NFL. Well, <laughs> oh, many, many did. Not many saw that, but I mean, he, he his early in his career, his first year or two, he had a lot of drops and you know, kind of inconsistent. But he wasn't the guy yet, really, either. So he kind of, you know, matured into that role. Right, but he was always open, though. He runs good routes. Yeah, he was. Um, so my number one is actually Julio. I think, uh, I don't know. I think I don't really trust Atlanta too much, but I think they'll be down. I think he's going to be throwing to Julio a lot. And I think they will always have to do that just to keep him satisfied and wanting to stay in Atlanta. I don't have much else to say about that. <laughs> but my my sleeper is uh, Corey Davis. I don't trust Mariota. And I don't trust Tannehill. But I do. I do think they will target Corey Davis a lot. So they need to. I mean, I hope for his sake he gets you know a chance because it seems like. That team is a place where receivers go die. <laughs> like there's some enough consistent opportunity. Right. As much as it pains me to say, Tannehill might actually be an improvement in the passing game than Mariota has done. I I would agree. You know you know how much I love Tannehill. <laughs> well, you should like him a lot. So that's a weird trade for Tennessee to do, but it's a funny trade for Tennessee to do. Because uh, clearly they don't trust Mariota. Who also, by the way, I might just point this out, going back to the Andrew Luck thing, Mariota or Winston, if they kind of have slippery years or the team doesn't perform, that's another that's another option for the Colts. That's true. But yeah, Corey Davis, that's my sleeper. Who do you got as a sleeper? Um I like, you know, Chris Godwin this year with uh Sean Jackson going. He can get he was flashing a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. And then a guy you talk about like DJ Moore, he's not really that much of a sleeper, he's getting drafted kinda of high, but uh, he's had a chance for him to break out. Just because, you know, they ain't got much there, punches are gone and stuff. They, right. Still had many targets, and he was, uh, you know, like I said last year, had some nice games, and looked like he could be serviceable. So, and for bus, I got, I got your boy Samuel Watkins. Wow, you're crazy! Like my safe, as a bus, my safe bus, bus bet every year. I say Samuel Watkins. <laughs> Look at you, man! He'll get hurt. Something will happen. He'll have a big game, maybe, but I just don't, I just don't feel it, man. I don't like the guy. And uh, Jarvis Landry, he's a risk, I think, just because of all the other weapons coming in. He might not get as many looks. He's never been a big red zone guy, so well, he for might t- not get all the, all the targets that he used to. Yeah, touchdowns will be down, but I think he'll get his receptions. 
they just might not be I don't know. It'll be that's a those two together will be really interesting again. Well yeah, I mean they've played together, so they've also been a good combo in the past, so it might still work with one inside one outside, you know. Question, who has better hands, Landry or Odell? I mean, I gotta say Odell so I see more surface catches because we're on social media. But you know, Landry's got a couple on there too now. Yeah, I think actually I think Landry is the better catcher. Just and he might be the better. He might be the better route runner too. Just he doesn't get the big plays. Oh, I'm about to. I almost FaceTimed you. You still there? Yeah. All right. The ring. Not <laughs> All right. Hold up. I don't know what I did. Let's cancel that. I might have lost him for good. Hold on. Let's give him a call back. Yep, sure did. So shout out to that. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, my fault, man. <laughs> but we're still recording. We went through the whole process. I don't know why. Nice. I don't know why I hit uh, FaceTime. I'm doing live on camera. That's right. Damn it. But anyway, my bust was uh, Brandon Cooks. I think. I uh, like it. I think with Cooper Cup coming back, man, that's gonna take take away a lot of targets. And I don't trust I don't trust Goff to make throws to that Brandon Cooks would make or catches the plays that Brandon Cooks would make. If that makes sense. I, I don't I've never been a big fan of Cooks. Even, you know, he's been real inconsistent even in New Orleans. I mean, solid, but he has big games and he has games where he does nothing. Right. And even last year I like Cup better, I like Woods better. Um I'll take you to those guys over Cooks every time. Yeah. I just hate that. I hate that 10 and then zero and then five and then you know another 10 maybe. But you need consistency in fantasy football. It's huge. You can't afford to have guys that don't produce at all some weeks. Right. Or very, very little. You know. And if you have a PPR league, you'd rather have Woods or Cup for sure. Oh, yeah. They get way more targets. And I think they both have better hands. Cooks is more of the downfield deep threat, but. I mean, both those other guys show that they can break them long too. So exactly. So now we'll go to uh, we'll go to running back, and I'll start with my number five. And you were a little down on him, but that's okay. My number five is Gurley. I think uh, I know he's had some knee problems, but I think he's going to have to sort of prove why he deserves his contract that he got. So I think he'll go a little hard. And uh, I still think he's probably the most reliable offensive weapon that they have on the Rams. And he'll get utilized a lot. As long as he can. Hmm. I'm just a little nervous about old Rusty Knees. Um, I think he's going to have huge games, but I think he's going to have games that have to shut him down completely. Like I said, I just hate that. hate that when you have to take zeros with guys or, you know. Single digits, anyway. See, I don't. Th- I, had him, I had him all the way down at nine just because of that risk. See, I don't know if he's going to have zeros. I think his worst games, he might have like eight. I think he might have games where he don't even suit up. Oh, he's man. Rest it, you know, resting that arthritic knee like they did in the playoffs. He's going to have to take games off. 
no surgery can fix what he's got. So that's the problem. Yeah. Pretty soon, maybe some stem cells or some shit in there. He might be able to do something. But if he spoke some weed, it'll be just fine. It's the NFL. There you go. <laughs> Open that up. Relax. He's in California already. I mean, shit. You can probably get like Snoop Dogg on board with that or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Pick him up if he hasn't already. Who do you got a five? <laughs> I got my man Le'Veon Bell. Hey. My my first pick of the draft, baby. My 16 yeah. team draft at 14. A steal. Nice. Steal of a deal. Man, I couldn't believe it. And I don't like the fit with the Jets necessarily, but I do like the fact that the Jets have even said it. They're going to use the piss out of them. As well you should. He's their best yep. offensive player. Oh, he is. He's one of the, you know, obviously one of the best in the league, if not the best offensive weapon in the league when he's healthy and playing. <laughs> right. But. Hell, I mean, they they got that money into them. They're going to use them. So, like, a lot of th- a lot of people, I think, are down on them because they figure you miss a year, there's probably an issue. But you got to realize, for a running back, he misses a year and he's not hurt. Yeah, he's not that old. It's it's um That's fresh legs, coming man. In, coming in with fresh legs, that's huge. That's big time. Uh, my number four, I have McCaffrey, and I see McCaffrey at number two. Let's just say I'm a little slow on the McCaffrey train a little bit. I recognize that he is talented. He's gotten a lot better since his rookie year for sure. That was the year that Rich was trying to prove that he was the best. Yeah. And he wasn't. But he's good now. Well, Rich Rich always likes to bring up when somebody improves like that or bulks up or looks muscular about the whole P. He loves PEDs and, you know, calling people out on it. Right. And if anybody, I think this dude should be tested. Because he looks like a PED type guy, bro. He's huge. <laughs> I mean, for a little guy, he got huge. Right. And, uh, he's really buff. And I don't know. I think you know. I'm impressed with what he's done, and I'm more impressed because I didn't think Carolina was going to commit to him like that. Right. And just feed him like they do. Um, but hell, they do. And they... Yeah. No, he's he's a huge part of their offense. Mm-hmm. However, according Sorry to Rich, that you have an offense. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's that, and according to Rich, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Uh, know he's in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what, I'm in love with him, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Langford, pretty much summarized right there. Yeah. Well, he was torn too about when I was like, well. He loved the Raiders, and then the Raiders drafted a running back in the first round, and he's like, well, that wasn't very smart, but I do like him. You know? Oh, God. The uh, love-hate love, hate thing. <laughs> you know, love is complicated sometimes. Yeah. Oh, who do you got it for? I got Mr. Zeke. Okay. Just just because I'm a little nervous about the holdout thing, you know, I got, I got stung hard with Bell last year. Two leagues, I had that guy, and pretty much uh, wasn't able to use him, so... I think I think good chance he signs, but just the fact that he hasn't, and then you know the little bit of the, the words from Jerry and Zeke's agent, you know, it's kind of getting a little nasty. So yeah, a little bit. And I don't I don't understand that the the uh, that bargain or the uh, the whole shit with uh, Jerry Jones and Zeke. Who, yeah, I was like, oh, that wasn't. That wasn't classy at all. I don't think as a good, you know, an owner. It's 
after what he's done for your you know franchise. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't smart to say that. I think. Uh, my number three, I have Zeke as well, uh, or I have Zeke, and uh, but yeah, a lot of everything you just said comes into play. You know, if it was a guarantee that he was going to play, he'd probably be my number two. Um, and you know, I'm I'm pretty close to my number one, just to what he can bring to the table, just overall as a runner with that line, the pass catcher. Like he does a lot. And actually, I don't think he gets enough credit for catching the ball like he should. No, at the end of the season last year, going into this off season, I had Elliott number one. Yeah, no. Before I'd... all this started, just because he's guaranteed, you know, he's produces, he's healthy, they ride him. Right. That's you know that's what I want with my first pick is someone I know that's going to produce and be effective. Some of those other guys might have a little more upside, but I think Elliott was the best. You know, for sure, running back. Okay. So who who do you have at three? At three, I have Alvin Kamara. Ah. And that's, you know, just a product of Drew Brees and that New Orleans offense. Um, they, they like to ride him, and he's held up. I didn't know if he was going to hold up as well, you know, last year when he got a lot of the work with um, Ingram being gone. Right in the year, but um, he held up well. And uh, there's, I mean, he could easily be the number one running back this year. Who knows? He could be. Um, I have him at two, and uh, I think with Ingram being gone full time now, I think Kamara is really going to step it up. Yep, and uh, he does a lot for that offense, and I think it was a big reason why. Drew Brees, you know, his numbers have taken a dip because of the reliance on the running game a little bit. But Kamara offers that pass catching ability to just make life really easy for Brees. That's all the way around. Uh, Who do you got at two? I got McCaffrey at two just because, like I said, they ride him. He's a threat in the running game, in the passing game. You know, he's he's their man. So then, uh, number one, we're probably in a grant. We both probably got Sha- Saquon uh, Barkley. Yes. You know, and that's just kind of, it's pretty much kind of the same thing. There's not a lot really going on with the Giants right now. Uh-uh. Uh, your receivers are a little banged up. It's possible. <laughs> what receivers it, they have. Well, yeah. And they're either and banged they're up or suspended. Um, so Barkley's going to be everything. Whether he wanted to be or not, I think he'll be okay with that. And I believe so will fantasy owners. But man, if he gets hurt. Yeah, that's the only thing that kind of had me worried. I mean, the injury thing's always there, but him being like their whole offense almost is kind of like, man, they might just really stack the box on him. And and they're kind of doing that last year already. But but actually, with Daniel Jones coming out and it's actually kind of with a fire under Eli, Eli's actually playing a little better this preseason than, you know, he was last year. Right. Um, they might actually have a little better offense this year than they did last year, even with the thin receiving core. And that would, you know, maybe help Barkley a little bit. Right. So for a sleeper, I have, uh, hold on. Let's, Almost deleted my whole list, and that would have really sucked. For a sleeper, I had Devontae Freeman. 
And this is hopefully that he stays healthy. But um, now that Coleman's gone, if he stays healthy, like he's it. He's the guy. He yeah. catches out the backfield. He runs hard. I mean, they got supposed Edo Smith having a nice camp, but Edo Smith's not, not nah. nothing to really worry about. No, he's no Coleman. He's not a threat to anything. So, yeah, as, as long as if Freeman stays healthy, you can get Freeman in the fourth round. And uh, I think that's that's kind of crazy to me. And that's actually and that's really interesting, too, because draft strategy, like the leagues, I'm the leagues I'm in have a lot of people. So, like, I'm thinking like I've been going thinking just running back, running back, like off the bat. Mm-hmm. But that's the way I've seen people drafting. You can go running back, receiver, receiver, then running back and then be really, really good off like. If you don't get him, like you can get, I see Mixon dropping to like the third round. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people that are really good running backs. That I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of depth this year, and then there's a lot of people that like to go with those because it seems like the tiers and the receivers they drop off fast now. Right. Where they used to be able to find receivers in the mid to late rounds, you know, still that were serviceable. Now it's you know, after those first couple of really good ones and the next year is solid, then after that it starts kind of be like a crapshoot. So right. I that's kind of opened it up. And I think, too, like for receivers, I think in non-PPR leagues, it's you see that drop off even more. I think in PPR, oh, yeah. like you can get like an Adam Humphreys who's going to catch a lot of like um, like wide receiver screens and shit like that. And that's like his bread and yeah. butter. Like he's going to get you a lot of points. Not, I mean, not like yeah. huge points, but he's going to get you numbers. Uh, him, Cole Beasley. These are guys that are good in PPR, but aren't even drafted in standard leagues. You know, right? So that's for sure. Uh, who do you got as a sleeper for running back? Um, I've always liked him. He's not a huge sleeper, but Darius Geis from Washington. He's looking really good now that he's back healthy from his uh, knee injury. Right. He's a uh, one of the top rookies coming in last year. They had a killer preseason until he got hurt, and then you know basically missed the whole season, but. Another guy I really like really him. Late. Yeah, I like him. He's gonna he's gonna start going up boards though because of his last game. He's looking good. He's probably gonna look good next game too. Um, but also the sleeper a lot of people are just now starting to catch on to is Darwin Thompson in Kansas City. Yes, I told rookie from rookie from Utah State, five foot eight, two hundred two hundred pounds. I told Arlen. He reminds me of yeah. He reminds me of Jamal Charles. He's like so quick and explosive and you know shifty. It's like. He's not maybe going to be uh, every down back, but I think you know they're they're going to they're going to be using him a lot. I and think he so. was running. They're already playing with the ones a lot, so that's a sign right there that he's you know in their game plan. And I, I think too, like how much do you trust Williams? I mean, he looked good last year, but the dude's been injury prone. And is it a product of the system that's making him look that good, or is he you know I, I is he think- really going to keep it up? I think it is a system. I think it is a system for sure. Now, did yeah. he have a huge touchdown against the 49ers in the preseason? Maybe. <laughs> but, but, you know, it was it was luck. Yeah. Uh, my stay away. Or did you have any other sleepers? Um, I got that. Yeah, Kalen Bellage I like. Of course, Duke Johnson now is going to be uh, moving up the boards quick. Oh yeah, the injury to Lamar Miller. Oh yeah, for sure. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Especially in PPR, he's he's gonna be gold now. Oh yeah. Um my stay away is actually David Johnson. I yep. uh I've seen him going in top six, seven. I don't like it. And uh, I mean I think he's got the talent. Oh, yeah. I totally see what you're saying. That offense, that team, their bad offensive line, they're going to be playing from behind. How much are they going to be able to run the ball? Right. And then. And last year, when they did run the ball, he couldn't get any holes. I mean, he's having to hit people in the backfield. And it's just, it's sad because the guy's really good. Oh, no, he is. It's for sure. It's a waste. I don't, like, I don't think this offense is built for him that he's no. in. And uh, shout out, you know, this is a quick little rant on uh, Arizona. And Kyler Murray, and they're talking about, oh, well, we've only ran like seven plays, so people aren't seeing the full extent of our offense. But how can we, yeah. but why can't you block? What is, what is <laughs> blocking have to do with your plays? No. Yeah. Or, you know, what, they, or they what plays you're running? Arguably one of the worst lines in the league for sure. Yeah. And that's, that's terrible when you got a rookie quarterback, a new system, a new coach. I mean, that's not a good recipe. Well, it's the same exact recipe as last year. And yeah. what happened? You fired your coach, you got rid of the quarterback. Yeah. But you kept the GM who didn't fix the line. It and, cost you how many millions and you know, oh, that you just shipped yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's this is it, wild. Yeah. I can't believe how much money they ate with that whole Rosen deal and everything. Well the uh, the Rosen deal and with you know, I'm pretty sure uh what's it was it Steve White or whatever his name is? Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't on a one year deal. So you still owe him. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I I love good for our teams, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Arizona's That's... gonna be down for a while. We know this. Listen, man, and you know, we got a D line. We're we're coming for we're coming for uh, old boy. Because if oh, Oakland uh Oakland might have showed the blueprint. If you rush him, he man, he panics. Yeah. I'd be scared too. That guy's teeny compared to an NFL, you know, defensive lineman coming after him. You got three hundred pounds charging at you. Dude weighs not even two hundred pounds, probably. And and then here's another thing too, and I actually noticed this when they played Oakland, uh, Kyler Murray when he was trying to run from a defensive end. So you know he's Kyler Murray is known to be a running quarterback, so he yeah. is portrayed to be a faster guy. In college, he got ran down by a defensive end, and uh, in the NFL, so I don't. It's not. I don't think it's gonna be too good for him. I'm not saying that he won't have any type of success at all. I actually think he'd be a really good guy to maybe draft later on. Uh, he's got some good sleeper because you just don't know. I mean, he could be great. You never know because he's talented. But man, it doesn't look like. The, I mean, the odds are stacked against him right now. Yeah, but going back to David Johnson too, it's it's exactly as you said. The talent's there, and he should be. He should be top talent wise. He could be top three, but unfortunate. It's just unfortunate uh, where he's at. Yeah. Uh, who do you got as a guy that you'll stay away from? Old Leo Fournette. Oh God, yes. I didn't realize it. I was just reading the other day. This dude has a three point six yards per carry career average. Yep. How is this guy who's, you know, a thundering big back who runs people over 
have such a low yards per carry. It's ridiculous. Well, last year didn't help. Uh, some, he took a huge no. step back. Yeah, he's, he's very underwhelming compared to where you know people thought he was going to be the franchise guy. And right, um, I my keeper leagues, people were you know reaching out trying to draft him super early, thinking he's the next big you know running back to come up. And man, doesn't look like it now. No, nah, not at all. Oh, and also, I would advise people probably maybe stay away from Derrick Henry, too. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he has the last like few games of the season. He had some huge runs and some pretty big games. But and that's what I think people are focusing on. And that's why he's going in like around the second or third round before guys like Devontae Freeman and Joe Mixon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the majority of the season said that he should be around where like you can get uh fucking Howard with, with uh Philadelphia. Yeah. So, which also could be a sleeper by the way. I think so. I mean, they got, you know, what's the name rookie there, but and everybody's on that, but they didn't pay Howard to come there and not play. So, right. And, and he kind of, he kind of is the mold of what they like, you know, what they like to do. And I've seen him not drafted. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a good value pick late then for sure. Exactly. And Chris Thompson too, by the way. And these aren't guys you want to roll it with your starters, you know, but the guys to have on your bench that could really pay off. Yeah, I'll just just keep an eye on them and see what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh anyone else you stay away from? Mm, I can cover most of it. I'd probably stay away from Melvin Gordon at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like a safe bet. <laughs> they ain't looking good for his ass, I'll tell you that. No. Oh man, that, budget on that deal. Which also another sleeper, Eckler. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Justin Jackson. I was a fan of him, you know, coming out of college. But either one of those guys, I think, could both be, you know, factors throughout the year. I think they're both going to get work. Right. And uh, not to shit on my team, but I admit I I don't know who the hell is going to be starting for the 49ers. So I'll probably stay away from 49er running backs for the time being. I think it should be Breda. But either him and Coleman, they can both do something. But predicting who's yeah. going to do what when, impossible. Well, Coleman's going. Coleman's going first, right in drafts, but just kind of late. Yeah, the late rounds. Well, I seen Coleman going like the what about fifth? I think okay. I saw him go in the fifth round, and I've seen Breda going around like the ninth or tenth. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with either of them. I think they'll both be featured, but the guys you'd want on your bench maybe to start, so you don't have to rely on them, not knowing who's going to be the guy. Right, and if one of the or one of the other gets hurt, then I think you really want to ride with whoever that is, whoever's oh, yeah. healthy. It's instant value increase. Oh yeah. All right, so let's get to the quarterbacks. Finish this bad boy up. So my number five quarterback, and this is kind of goes with my receiver, is uh, Matt Ryan. Um, I think they're gonna be thrown a lot. I think they're gonna be down often. Although they might, they might compete for a wild card. Actually, I think people have Carolina up, but I don't trust that shit. But the, uh, I think Atlanta, they're in a good position to kind of sneak up on people. Yeah. 
it seems like you know they'll be in it one year and then they'll tank the next. So they'll be in it one year, it's, and it's the same roster almost every year. Yeah, I know. So that, that's what it's, that's the craziest thing. I mean, they they changed some parts, but it's like nothing that big to go from good to bad to good to bad. Right. I think last year they had a problem because they had their defense was injured. Like yeah, and their like crazy. running back situation. Right. Kind of you know with Freeman getting hurt and then all they had was Coleman, I guess. But and then Coleman got hurt. Yeah. So yeah, it's t- it's a tough situation for him. However, fantasy wise, Matt Ryan does put up pretty decent numbers. He does. He was the number two fantasy quarterback last year, surprisingly. Right. But you know, a lot of that was like I said, they were, they had very little to no running game towards the end of the year, and they were checking it. But I trust him. I don't. I would not want Matt Ryan on my team per se, but I see. I see where there could be fantasy hype. Who do you got at five? Five, I have my man, Baker Mayfield. Oh. <laughs> you want to know what, man? You talk about someone who's going really high. Like, he's been going, he has been going top five in these drafts. He sells it, man. He's confident, motherfucker. No, he can <laughs> take that confidence and stick it up his ass. Oh, man, you're a hater. Oh. You know, I feel like I wasn't a hater before, but for some reason I am now. He is a little highly valued. I don't like him, I think is what it is. He's talented, though. Yeah. But I would love to see. I don't like the city of Cleveland, so I would just love to see it all I'm excited for. I'm excited for their team. I like a lot of their players, and they're exciting to watch, man. Like, Baker Mayfield makes it exciting a lot of times, you know, with his style of play even and then now i had odell beckham man it's gonna be if he can stay healthy anyway it'll be a great show on offense that yeah. defense is pretty legit too they've been stacking picks like crazy so i mean it's about time they do something they should do you think they'll you think they won their division i don't even know i'd have to look at that their schedules and everything figure out the records I like. I think they can make a. They can make a run at it, but you know, who I like, knows? I like Pittsburgh, and ooh, really? I do. I think Pittsburgh has a good defense, and I'm telling you, I think Roethlisberger throw over six thousand yards. Well, I don't know if that's true. But I think <laughs> I think he's gonna throw for a lot of yards. Who's their second receiver there now? Uh, doesn't matter, man. Juju's gonna get <laughs> Juju's, six thousand yards. Juju's gonna break all records. Good God. <laughs> I don't know, man. Who, I can't, who I is can't even think of their second receiver right now. I don't know. I'd, it's not Rodgers, is it? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. doesn't matter, man. He's going to get 1,000 or two, and Van- he's going to get three or four. Vance McDonald's going to get about 1,000. Has to. Yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of, well, that's a smooth transition. My number four is Big Ben. Well, there you go. For all the reasons I just said, 6,000 yards. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, but anywho, but uh, also, people are sleeping on Baltimore, too. And, and I'm not sure why they think that Balt- like Cleveland is overlap Baltimore and all this other stuff. They still got a good defense. Their defense is good. That's going to carry them if they do good, but... 
And I, I'm I, not, a, I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan. That's that's my QB bust right there. Oh man. Well, let's save that. I like Lamar. He's he's a good running back. Hey man, that's fantasy points. I know. I just wouldn't want to start him every week. Oh yeah, no, I don't know about that either. But the, uh, but if I had to as a backup, I would. Anywho, but yeah, Big Ben six thousand yards, Juju Smith three thousand. Uh, probably about a thousand to these running backs. Uh, a thousand to uh, the other guy. What I got another thousand. <laughs> and then so the thousand to uh, Vance McDonald, man. There it is, six thousand. I gotta figure out who the fuck the backup is, the other receiver <laughs> is for Pittsburgh, because there could be some value right there. Yeah, it might make your argument more um, believable too. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm still going with them to win that division. There you go. But who you got? They for? missed. Oh, they missed the playoffs last year, but they they can bounce back. Well, I think so. I think this good. They're gonna play with a little chip on their shoulder, and that could be really good yeah. or could be disastrous. We'll see. I'm voting on good. And when, when's the last time I've been wrong? Who do you got it for? Almost never. Um, number four, I got Matt Ryan. Okay. For all the reasons you said, you know, like I said, he was number two guy last year. Sneakily, I didn't think, you know, I never really liked him in fantasy much, but he, he pre- had a great year last year. And I don't see much change in this year besides, you know, they'll run the ball a little more. But, but yeah, he'll still he's still going to be throwing. He's a uh, throwing quarterback in a dome. That's, you know, it's pretty big late in the year. And also. The best receivers. Yeah, yeah, no. The receivers are good. If he gets more from Calvin Ridley, too, then that'll be huge. I don't see that happening, yeah. though. I just, I don't know why. I don't, I don't like him. Hmm. Anyway, you know why I don't like him? Because when he produced, when he had like two or three really big games, he was on my bench. You. No, 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 no. Uh, he was on my team. He was on my bench, and then uh, I used him. And he was terrible. Yeah. I replaced That's him. Why I hate that. Yeah, I replaced him with Amari Cooper, and then it was that Amari Cooper, like one of like two really big games that he has. Uh, nice. Yeah, so I suck. My number three, I have Aaron Rodgers. So do I. All right, perfect. A lot of people are really down on Aaron Rodgers this year. There's like a. I mean, I guess I, I kind of see mm. it, but I would never doubt him because. Last year, he was number nine fantasy quarterback at the end of the year. But a lot of that, you know, he fought through injuries and turmoil and the coach. And, you know, they had a lot of shit going on last year. Yeah. Yeah. Is it possible that he might be a douchebag? Maybe. Yeah. But. I mean, I was a huge fan. I was ready to go buy the jersey and all that because he's my keeper quarterback. You know, back when he first started breaking out, I kept him in the league. And I was a huge fan, man. I watched him every week and followed him closely. And then it's just like the as he got more and more in the media, it's like, man, this guy's just a fucking douche. <laughs> he's a good guy. Don't ask his family that. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, who cares about them now? Uh, who do you got at number? Who do you got at number two? I'm trying to load my list up again. Uh, Deshaun Watson. All right, hold on. Nope, so do I. So do I. That's my MVP, man. Book it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are big on him this year. We'll see. 
I mean, the guy last year, look, he was struggling a little bit, but he still produced. You know, those numbers were good for having a kind of shaky year at times. Right. And he was coming back from an injury. So yeah. now he should be perfectly healthy. And just another year in the system. I like it, man. I, I'm a, I've always been a huge fan of Watson. So Michael Jordan of football, man. That's what Debo said. Or Dabo. Hmm. Whatever the fucking coach name well, in uh, Clemson. That rookie year, he was pretty amazing. He was. I just, you know, I mean, that's shit you can't expect to live up to for his career because those numbers are just crazy, but if if Will Fuller stays healthy, I think that That's huge, yeah. That Gives him that deep ball. Oh my god, yeah. All you got to hit is one of the two of those a game and you got huge numbers going. Yeah, Watson throws a really pretty ball. Really good deep ball. And then I'm pretty sure both our number ones are Mahomes. Yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna drop off this year a little bit. Fifty touchdowns, nah, forty five probably. <laughs> <laughs> Might I throw mean, a few more picks. When you're that far head and shoulders above the rest, you can drop off and still easily be number one. Oh my god, yeah. That's you know I was talking with that. Someone was, everyone's talking about oh, he's probably gonna drop off and he probably won't throw more than forty touchdowns. I was like, that's still really good. <laughs> Like I yeah, forty's like elite quarterback shit. Still, like, yeah, still lead the league probably. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Like, what he did last year was insane. So, that's an it's like you said, an, another year in the system. Uh, healthy Sammy Watkins possibly. Um, they seem to revamp that defense a little bit. Lost some pieces, added some pieces. I don't know. We'll see if it's revamped. But yeah, it kind of seems like they might have stayed the same, but. But they yeah, are, but I do, I love I love that they picked up fucking um the honey badger. Oh yeah, that's nice. I think that's huge. Yeah. All right. So, uh sleeper uh, my sleeper is Jameis Winston. You get him really late and when he plays, he puts up huge numbers. Is he going to throw stupid make stupid plays? Of course, he'll throw interception yeah. here or there, but he's gonna be throwing a lot. You just gotta hope as he gets, you know, further in his career, those stupid plays get fewer and fewer. Yeah, well, that's for his career, but for fantasy, oh yeah, he 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 tends to work him. He tends to work out. Yeah, and they they really haven't done much to improve their running game. I mean, at all, it took what's his name, Ronald Jones, or his name was. Yeah, and. and- that guy's garbage, man. Like, yeah, they've given him so many opportunities, and he's still, still not showing really anything. So, I think they're going to be throwing a ton. He's my sleeper too. I have him and um, Murray as my two sleepers, just because of the potential. Right. But Winston's the real sleeper, I believe. Yeah, I think so. especially where you can get him. Yeah, value like, for sure. Yeah, like you can get if you want to hold off and wait for a quarterback. You can go with him as your starter, but I think in my leagues I have him as a backup. Yeah, I mean, ideally you can get a a later, you know, top ten type run or top twelve quarterback, and then pick him up, you know, as insurance. If you're gonna wait on your quarterback, you better get your backup a little bit sooner, you know. Like just make sure to get two if you're gonna wait on your quarterback. 
you know, Russell Wilson has been uh, has been the guy in uh, in the Osborne household. All our teams have Russell Wilson. <laughs> he's a value. I mean, he's going late. He's been one of those guys that you know he'll kill it one week and then the next week not barely get your shit. So that's the one thing about him. They have a game where they're ahead and they just run the ball, run the ball. I mean, he gets a hundred yards and you know one touchdown maybe. But that's the only negative is they get stuck in that run game when they're ahead. Right. And last year he didn't run as much. He actually had bulked up and take some of the abuse from not having an offensive line. And then this year he's actually lost a little bit of weight and trying to get some more speed back. So that's what they're saying in camp anyway. That works for me, man. So run. if you can rush a little more, because really he didn't rush for barely any last year compared to his rest of his you know, career. And you bring that element back a little bit. Yeah, run his heart out, man. Run his run to his legs <laughs> fall off. Just don't get hit by uh what's his name? Donald Old Green Bay guy. Oh uh Clay Matthews about killed him. Oh yeah. But Clay Matthews has a habit of trying to kill everybody. But uh hey, he avoided the the concussion protocol, that's all that mattered. That's jeez, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe that shit. I, you know, I don't even know why you brought that up. <laughs> because I know it bugs you. <laughs> I was so pissed during the game. I remember you were freaking out. That was good shit. Ah, just that turned the whole game around. Well, it was falling apart at that point, like a little bit before. But stupid, mm-hmm. stupid game. Anyway, my stay away is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. What? Listen, I love him. I love him good more. Than I, I love him more than I love my wife. He's a beautiful I, man. Jesus. I'm in shock and awe right now. I don't even know. Wow. A beautiful man. Can't process all this. I know. I can't process that beauty either. <laughs> it's beyond me. Especially when you compare him to a hideous creature like CJ Beathard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. CJ is all American. <laughs> he's from, he's from Iowa. Like it looks like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh, what the hell? I can't remember now. Never mind. <laughs> I can't. I can't insult the guy. But I can't remember it. Damn it. <laughs> That's all right, man. If you just anyone can just pull up a picture and just be really confused. Yeah, it'll explain itself. Yeah. So, like I said, I love the guy. However, there's a lot. Of, there's gonna be a lot of emphasis with these running backs, and uh, and you know we don't score a lot of touchdowns sometimes. But I do think the I think the running game is going to be a really big point of emphasis for our offense. So, I mean, there could be screenplays involved, but I would I would I would I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I'm just saying I wouldn't draft him. Oh, because he's ranked higher than Jameis. He's ranked higher than he's ranked higher than a lot of he's ranked higher than Rivers. And uh, I don't, I don't see that fantasy wise. I don't see that. Shout out to Rivers. Why does Rivers never get any respect? He's old. He's been old. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bolo ties, man. No one can respect that. He may, maybe you're right. <laughs> I respect that he's got all them kids. That's impressive. And in that he doesn't swear. Yeah. And he looks very upset all the time. And he talks mad shit at the games. Oh, my. Swear. 
I know. That's the craziest thing. That's an art, man. That's like, not many can do that. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, it hurts me to say that a little bit. But other than that, though, man, he's pretty much a perfect guy. I think I know what it is. I think it's that five interceptions in practice consecutive. No, got you shook. No, got you shook. No. That has nothing to do with anything. You know, <laughs> let's talk about something just being as overhyped. Yeah, that's way worse than the whole Antonio Brown thing that Rich was freaking out about. They're just making something out of nothing. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, you know what? I thought, I was like, man, our defense is playing great. That's all I thought. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll tell you what though, and this is where Garoppolo fucked up. If I was a quarterback, even as I am right now, if I was, they brought me in to play quarterback, I would not throw five interceptions. Just because that seems stupid. Five, five straight interceptions. Yeah, maybe he's just trying some new shit, and it's practice. Good time to do that. Well, that's what I'm be saying. That. Don't be doing that in the game because that's fucked up. Exactly. So if you, if you're if gonna you, throw five picks just to get that shit out and done with in practice. Yeah, take your chances and like just do whatever. Whatever you were figuring out, figured it out. It don't work. <laughs> yeah, there, that's that's a conclusion that I that everybody should have came to. Yeah. But the uh, if I was in that position, if I threw five, four picks, my next pass would be out of bounds. So far out of bounds, just so it'd be <laughs> incomplete. Yeah, because I'm not throwing five interceptions in a row. There you go. Yeah. But no, that, that has nothing to do with anything. Nor does the zero point zero QB rating. rating. Because In like one series, yeah, a three and out or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, he went zero point zero. Yeah, no, that was that was that was top of the headlines in ESPN. And then, but the problem is, so everybody freaks out, and then you know that happened, and they talk about the five picks. How come no one's talking about what the hell he did against Kansas City? Oh, I saw one headline headline that said uh, he bounced back. Listen, it's impossible not to bounce back. It can't get any worse than zero point zero. Right. There's nowhere well, there's nowhere to go but up. I think Nathan Peter might have dipped into that negative before. I don't know. Is there a negative? I don't know. I think I don't it, know. If there was, Nathan Peterman should have had it. He did it. Yeah. That was he did like the five consecutive interceptions in games. He he did that in a half. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Shit. and the, some of those are pick sixes. That's well, a more value there. That's pretty impressive. That's a Raiders backup. I just want to point that out. Who do you have as a guy that you avoid? Mm, I'd actually probably like. Uh, man, let's see. I don't have one written down, but off the top of my head. Uh, definitely avoid like Mariota in that situation. I don't think he's getting drafted anyway. But nah, right really. now they're talking about they don't even know if he's going to start. So there's actually talk that Tannehill might be starting. Huh. My man. So I wouldn't take him. Um, who else? I don't know. I guess that's it. I think. Based off like rankings, and also too, Derek Carr, you can get him really late as well. Oh yeah, I mean that's a good sleeper type pick where you just put him back and see what happens. Is he might have that bounce back to where he was, you know, two three years ago or whatever when he had the great year. Yeah, I feel like I've. Oh my god, I I forgot. Uh, I had another tight end sleeper who I was going to pick before I picked Walker. Um, the dude from uh, the tight end for Oakland. 
the cocaine addict, uh, the former cocaine addict. <laughs> Who's that? Waller, Wallen. Oh, uh, Walford. Yeah. Uh, Walford. Nah, no, 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 no. It's like it's legit, like Waller or something like that. Huh. Anywho, I'll get up on that. I'll catch up on that one. Yeah, he looks good. He's probably gonna be the number one uh, tight end. <clears throat> went, went to rehab. Good guy. Anywho, uh, I'm just trying to think like who else would like Cam Newton, since he's already hurt again. Yeah, might might be a tough one. No one's picking Flacco, so that's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean Drew Brees because he's he, people want to draft him, like you said, first round. So yeah, so that right I mean, there. I would not he's stay more of away. A value pick nowadays because you can get him so late compared to where he's always gone in his career. Right. But you know, I'll take him late, but I'm not going to reach for him. Oh, I would kind of same with Newton. I would stay away from Trubisky, Trubisky too, and oh, yeah. he improved last year. I don't trust it to carry over because throwing wise, <clears throat> he's you still got to throw every once in a while. So. I, I don't I don't know. He's an okay runner though. Yeah. And Wentz might be a little overrated. I've never been big on Wentz. Um I mean he's good, but I just people like put him in the top, you know, five quarterbacks, top ten quarterbacks. I I can't do it. Well, he had that that one year where he probably would have won the MVP if had he not got hurt. I think, yeah, I uh, mean but it wasn't necessarily – he wasn't great. He was efficient, you know. They played short passes safe. They played him safe. It was great coaching more than I think than great quarterback play. But Perhaps, but – It was good. He had a great year. But, you know, he got a Super Bowl win or a Super Bowl ring out of it. <laughs> yeah. Not as many as my man Garoppolo does, but – that could be a sleeper too. Nick Foles down in Jacksonville. You could bring that big, that big Nick game down there. You know, I'm not <laughs> a big Foles fan, but that guy just keeps surprising people, and you know, like counted them out a couple times, and keeps coming back. Well, here's here's what I'll say about that: Has Nick Foles ever played good outside of Philadelphia? Mm, no. So that's that's where I get worried about. But who did he play for when he went to the Rams? Oh, well, all right. Fair I mean, enough. That's, a, that's a, you know, you can't succeed under Jeff Fisher. So, but yeah, I think though where his success comes from is it's either Andy Reed, Andy Reed or a Andy Reed disciple. Hmm. That's kind of what you're talking about with the system. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I Mark him down as a stay away. I don't I don't trust a lot in Jacksonville, so that's a very unpredictable team. They're kinda of scary, you know. Everyone expected big things last year and they really underwhelmed. Yeah, like all the way around. So they yeah, could be especially. playing with they're playing with a little chip on their shoulder and, and everyone's kinda of counted them out. But I don't know. That's pretty much it, though. Unless you got any anything else you want to cover. Um, well, I guess most of it. 
All right. So uh, we know it's been a long time. We'll try to get these out more often. More often than once every two years. (laughs) (laughs) Two years, yeah. So, but yeah, we'll probably get one going, make some some, uh, season predictions. Division winners, Super Bowl winners, blah, blah, blah. And uh, tell you what, man, I'm not picking the Chargers this year. It's going to go against the grain of everything I've done for the last like four or five years. But last yep, year, I rode. I rode the Chargers hard last year. I got money in Vegas on them and everything, loving it all the way, you know, up until they lost. But oh, this, this year, too many, too many injuries and losses already for them. Unfortunately, but they're probably still a wild card team, maybe. So we'll see. Yeah, no, they'll be in the hunt for sure. But yeah, that pretty much covers it. So. uh should you catch us next time? Catch us on uh, the underground. Uh, what is it? God, it's been so long. On SoundCloud <laughs> under UGSR slash The Mix Reviews. Um, I would advertise The Mix Reviews, but it's been almost as long <laughs> as uh, we recorded a football one. But you should check them out anyway. Me and my man They're Deontay. Still good. They're still good. Yeah, me and my man Deontay Nagel, a local uh, Pacific Northwest comedian. Who I saw not that long ago. It's actually really funny. Um, we review mixtapes. I almost forgot what the fucking podcast was. But yeah, make sure you check this one out on there. We have some other old ones too, but this would be the obviously the most relevant one. And uh, I'm not on Twitter very much, but if I am on there, check me out at, at the Oz Effect. And uh, Will's at UG Sports Report. You have to get back on there, man. It's football season. That's where everything breaks on Twitter first. Yeah, that's true. I know. Just for the updates and the, the breaking news things. Right. Oh, and then uh, also be starting my uh, broadcast back up starting on week one, all the 49ers games. And uh, I might, I don't know if I'm going to be doing it on Mixler again. We'll see. But it'll be out there. I'll let you guys know. So for Will, I'm Oz, and we are out.